A lot of y'all don't want to go to the gym right now. You're looking for a new, fresh workout. I got you. I've been a member for five years now. We're talking about Peloton. Peloton is pushing you further with so much. They even got new stuff with their Peloton bikes, Bikes Plus, new classes, new music, new ways to keep your workouts fun, motivating, all right? And now the new stuff is what I'm excited to tell you about. They got boxing. That's right, Peloton boxing. Peloton is stepping into the ring with its newest discipline, no no gloves needed. It's fast. It's furious. It's fun. Peloton instructors are in your corner to get you a workout that you're going to love. They got new artists, uh, music selections. Peloton's adding fun new artist series classes. Work out the music of a single artist for an entire class from your favorite hits to the deep cuts. We're talking pop, rock, hip hop, EDM. They have over 100 artist series to choose from. So you never get bored with your workout, man. You get a great workout in, all right? They got daily workout varieties. It's easier to stick to your workout when you mix it up. You don't want to get bored with the same stuff every time man all right they got 20 minutes of cardio how about a quick 15 minute total body class before you head to work why not get your thick body in shape man stay motivated motivated while having fun with a bike that works out you can do yoga meditation dance cardio boxing what are you waiting for man let's get in shape it's 2022 visit onepeloton.com to learn more that's onepeloton.com o-n-e-p-e-l-o-t-o-n.com one peloton he is one of the most exciting fighters on the UFC roster. He's coming off the fight of the year against Justin Gaethje. We flew him all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. It's Michael Chandler on today's Food Truck Diaries, and I'm feeding him breakfast burritos. Let's go. Make it thick, thick, super thick, from my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl, put a thick boy. So Mike Chandler, what's up, brother? I'm living the dream. You're looking good, man. Uh, I'm trying. Look at you out here in this California sun, dude. It's beautiful. Just drove through the canyon. It's nice, right? Came from Santa Monica. Came from Santa Monica via Nashville. Dude, I mean, are we fighting next week? That's what we're trying to do. Insanely (laughs) in shape. I'm trying to be in shape. I mean, I I try not to get out of shape, as you know, everybody knows. Yeah. The further you get out of shape, the harder it is to get back into shape. So I, I try to stay in. I mean, obviously. Last fight was a banger, so I limped around. I mean, there's around. still. I mean, I guess oh, you got, I got a little so, up there. Yeah, I got. I had a couple, a uh, couple sets of stitches. Which are stitches in my mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. My mouth was all and then obviously up. took a bunch of leg kicks. Yep. Landed a bunch of leg kicks. So like, legs were a little beat up. For yeah, we'll get into the while. game plan after we eat. <laughs> I'll get that game plan. But uh, uh, I'm not sure there was one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I tell you, the game plan was entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah, was which fun. I think won you more fans than anything. Yeah, but uh, you're you're fully healed. Everything's all good. Fully healed, man. I feel great. It's it's uh it really is a blessing, man. I've been doing it this long and not having a lot of a lot of injuries after some of the wars I've been in has been been pretty good. And it's a testament to recovery and treat my body right, obviously. But it's, agree, being a professional, trying like to. making sure you do the proper things to recover. Trying to. So as far as timeline, next fight, what are we thinking? Sometime this summer. I, I always I, I always said. Obviously, when I was limping around after the last one, I wanted to wait till this summer. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they're they're talking May possibly. No, no, uh, 
No contracts yet, no bout agreements. So no we'll contract, see. no bout agreements, but, you know, rumor, Tony Ferguson. Rumor is Tony Ferguson. I which think it's, is an electrifying it's fight. It's an electrifying fight. I think it's a, I mean, and we kind of have some history, too, because we shared a card uh, back in May. Sure. You know, that, that was when Dan, the Dana White privilege was, was oh, born. That's right. right. So, Hilarious. you know, and Tony's, Tony's just, Tony's the guy, man. He's, you know, he's one of the most decorated guys in the in You got to respect him. Respect him. I mean, time. legend. Yeah, and, and and if you look at his body of work, the guys oh, he's yeah. beat, and the, the way that he's beat guys, and then he's still, you know, he's still a very dangerous guy, scary guy, a little crazy. He's got to screw loose, which makes for a fun fight. Agree, <laughs> and I I, would, I hope that fight happens. I hope he gets announced soon. And I do think with Tony too, like when he was in his prime, when you're talking prime Tony, when he's like nine in a row, yeah. to me, him or Khabib, there's argument him or, as far as best 155ers walking the freaking planet. 100%. And it's, and it's crazy and unfortunate that that fight never materialized or it was booked like four or five times. Four, but, but I think what Tony brings to the table back then during that 12-fight win streak and also even now, he's just he's unorthodox. You can't you can't put him out unless you absolutely put him out. You need oh, to separate man. him from consciousness, yeah. as, we, as we've seen. Um, and he's just... To me, as I, when I look at it as an athlete, it's a little bit of a it's a hard it's a hard guy to prepare for because there is no other style like Tony Ferguson. There yeah, it's is almost no like a guy. Wonder Boy or something where you know they yeah. have that weird style. We can try to bring guys in to mimic yes. the, that style, but you're not going to find you really you don't get a get a vibe of Tony to your inside the octagon. Hundred percent, it's tough to figure it out. Man. For sure, and even when you're watching it as a fan or, or me as a as a fellow competitor in the same yep. weight class, you're just like. Because it's awkward, it's awkward. And, and so much of this sport too isn't just the physicality of it; it's no. it's the mental aspect. 100%. And so whenever he's reaching down and throwing up sand, Especially or he's at your level. spinning Especially and doing, at your level. yeah, and that was part of the same thing with the, the Gaethje fight. There was a little bit of gamesmanship slash the mental side of things. Ooh, like I can't going wait to on, get into going that. on inside of there. Then there was just the physicality, the punches, the kicks. Especially in that fight. Yeah, so, so we're gonna get to that. But you probably don't fight to me. So like, do you eat breakfast or are you one of those guys? Okay, well. I mean, I, I'll eat breakfast here at the Thanks, man. food truck. I mean, I'm on a diet, know. too, so it might be weird. But let me feed <laughs> yeah, you. Let's do we'll it. continue this. Let's Love do it. it. Do you know what you want? Yeah, I'll order first if you want. Steak and eggs. How, so you, doing, brother, oh, yeah. how you doing, boss? I'm great, man. Yeah, thanks for doing this, man. I'm yeah, excited. This looks like a legit truck. You're yeah, way I'm up selling there. them that my son's a, a Marine right now, and he literally went into the Marine Corps to uh, work on his MMA skills. Oh, yes. damn. Kind of like the Mick Map. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Because they have the training program. Oh, they yeah. do? They have MMA training program? Yeah, I think it's called Mick Map, right? Right. Marine office or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah, they so have the, the training gear. Right he's at 29 Polygram training. So oh, damn. Tell me he said, what's up, man? Oh, will, yeah, we'll man. send him a video or something that after this. Awesome, yeah, yeah, no problem. But I appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, of course, doing this. Uh, can, I, I'll, can I do the steak and eggs, but uh, no french fries or cheese? Hey, dude. Steak and eggs? Yep, no fries, no cheese. So I should have went first. No fries, no cheese. I, I think that's what I'm going to do. Do it, dude. Nah, I just you look like it, a follower. Man. Yeah. Because you got to have steak I'm and eggs. I'm on that carnivore shit. I know. I eat like a big cat at the zoo, son. <laughs> I'll, do, uh, I'll do the steak and eggs as well. Okay. No, no french fries, no cheese, and I'll do scrambled eggs. I'll do a water. Okay. Uh, I'll do a coffee. Okay. You have Diet Coke too? No, Diet Coke. Yeah, it's great. Uh, just a coffee. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just coffee then for me. Yeah. Two coffees? Actually, yeah, I'll do a coffee as well. Okay. And then uh, 
you have uh, some salsa on the side or some yeah, sure. we'll hot sauce? On the side. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Sauce on the side. We'll cut it on the pie so you guys you don't fuss with it too much. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, we'll do that. And we got mini donuts, too. We'll send some over and Ooh. try it. Yeah, might as well put might them out try. there. Yeah, might, might as well put them out yeah, there. Yeah, there. Thanks, sir. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Well, mini donuts coming out of the truck, man. No, dude. Let's take a little break from stuffing our faces with the great Michael Chandler. Because, listen, I got something to tell you, man. A lot of y'all don't want to go to the gym right now. You're looking for a new, fresh workout. I got you. I've been a member for five years now. We're talking about Peloton. Peloton is pushing you further with so much. They even got new stuff with their Peloton bikes, Bikes Plus, new classes, new music, new ways to keep your workouts fun, motivating, all right? And now the new stuff is what I'm excited to tell you about. They got boxing. That's right, Peloton boxing. Peloton is stepping into the ring with its newest discipline. No gloves needed. It's fast. It's furious. It's fun. Peloton instructors are in your corner to get you a workout that you're going to love. They got new artists, uh, music selections. Peloton is adding fun new artist series classes. Work out the music of a single artist for an entire class from your favorite hits to the deep cuts. We're talking pop, rock, hip-hop, EDM. They have over 100 artist series to choose from, so you never get bored with your workout, man. You get a great workout in, all right? They got daily workout varieties. It's easier to stick to your workout when you mix it up. You don't want to get bored with the same stuff every time man all right they got 20 minutes of cardio how about a quick 15 minute total body class before you head to work why not get your thick body in shape man stay motivated motivated while having fun with a bike that works out you can do yoga meditation dance cardio boxing what are you waiting for man let's get in shape it's 2022 visit onepeloton.com to learn more that's onepeloton.com o-n-e-p-e-l-o-t-o-n.com one peloton all right my man let's dig on in i uh i didn't read the fine print i didn't know it was a, a burrito oh i know burrito truck dude you're right when you're right you're right so i can't have that tortilla so you unwrap that. Um, yeah, man. You know, I for you, like, I think what's interesting about you is, you know, finally you're in the UFC. I feel like you, you're more famous than ever. You know, your your losses, you've gained more notoriety, more fans. I don't, you, you haven't, it, it didn't hurt you. Does that make sense? No, like, you're in a sure. weird situation where, yeah, you have lost your last two. But you've won so many people over, and I think now you've won the trust of the UFC, which is huge. Yeah. And then also you got thrown to the you got thrown to the wolves, man. You know you got you got Dan Hooker, which a ridiculous fight, one you know great knockout, one of the best knockouts of the year. And then you know you get Charles Oliveira, where you got first round 10-8 to me, 10-8 round. Yeah. So clearly you know you're at that level. And then you get the Justin Gaethje fight, which is you know fight of the year. So. You know, it, it's tough to look at it and go, ah, oh, man, he made the wrong choice going to the UFC. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't let the record fool you, man. This guy's crushing it. Yeah, well, and that's that's truthfully what I asked for. I mean, I, I sat there in Hunter Campbell's office, and we and I just I told him, I said, hey, man, I'm, you know, at that point I was 34 years old, still very young in the sport for, for being 34, and I said, hey, I just want to wanna come in and, and either prove I, I am who I say I am or I'm not, you know, like, I want to be. I want a top five guy right away, and yeah, it wasn't. Let's get be, going. And it wasn't because I thought I deserved. Because I think that was what a lot of people thought too. Well, hey, 
who's this guy think he is coming in and calling shots? I wasn't calling shots. Let me go in there and let me go in there and fall flat on my face, go zero and two, and you guys cut me. Correct. I'll be able to live with that. Yeah. Because that means I wasn't good enough. Um, so. Obviously, came in. Tony Ferguson was the first name on the, on the list. Poirier was the second name. They both said no for, for legitimate reasons. I would never hold that against them. These guys have cut their teeth in the UFC for a decade. I'm a new guy coming in. Everybody had a lot to lose, not a lot to gain. Stack division, too. Stack division, exactly. So Dan Hooker said yes, and then you know we went to Abu Dhabi and did that. I was, or before that, I was the backup. And I think that's what... What an intro to the UFC. Well, that yeah. knockout was insane. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was good, and it worked out. I mean, obviously, it worked out really well. Um, and then, and then it was just, if you just look at the whole thing, too, there was just some interesting circumstances because did I deserve the title shot after that win? No. But you I, had, see, I disagree not necessarily, with that. but you had Poirier and I Connor. disagree with that because I True. think, you know, we live in a, a time right now where it's like we're not in normal times. And you look at your body of work outside of the UFC and Bellator, you're talking about face of Bellator, you know, world champion. And so it's like, you were doing work just in a different way. So, you know, when I saw guys complain, especially, you know, I love Justin Gaethje. He was a training partner of mine for many years, and we have the same coach. I absolutely love Justin Gaethje. He's a phenomenal fighter. But when he was like, this guy needs to earn it, I'm like, bro, you came from World yeah. Series of Fight. Like, it's the same shit, and now you're going to... Well, and it was actually, and I, I don't think I've ever brought this up on, on camera or in an interview, but it was the exact same path. He came in yeah. and, and fought Michael Johnson, yeah, man. who was number five in the world right away. I fought Dan Hooker, who was number five in the world, right away. We both win. Then he fights Eddie Alvarez, which would have given him a title shot because Eddie had just come off of the loss of, of winning the world title. He was number two in the world at yep. that point. So if he beat, he, he would have, yeah, he lost to Connor. Yep. Eddie did. But if Gaethje would have beat Alvarez, he would have had the next title shot. So maybe I got a title shot one fight before Gaethje did. But it was also a different division. Agreed. The division is always always moving, and it's the fastest moving sport in the entire world. Things change at the drop of a hat. So. You know, and it also just is a testament to. I know I sat there and I looked across the table at Hunter Campbell. I said, I, I want to be the guy who comes in and does and says yes to every opportunity, and that's exactly what I did. I said, I nobody else would have been the backup and made weight and went to Agreed, all the you know. Yeah. And then I said yes to Dan Hooker, and I said yes. I've said I've said yes since the very beginning. And as an employee, as a as someone on on a roster under a contract in any any walk of life, any industry. The person who works the hardest and says yes and puts their best foot forward should be rewarded, and that's the way I see it. Um, so just Agreed. part of it. And I, I think, too, you know, would, would you have changed anything you know, when you're looking back at it? Again, you're one and two, but, you know, you've won the fans over, and then also you've won the trust of the UFC. So for the UFC to know... If they put you on a card, it's you, you're looking at a performance bonus. You know the guy's not gonna just hold a guy down and, and mm -hmm. you know and wrestle him to, to get the win. Like he's there to, to win the fans over. So that's huge. Would you have changed anything? Because I'll be dead honest with you, with the Justin Gaethje fight, I was like, you know, Chandler can fucking wrestle, man. Let's get after it. Let's do it. Let's, let's shoot that blast double. Your signature blast double. Let's get this dude down. And you're like, nah, I'm good. Would I have man. changed anything about my? about my game plan for in the Gaethje fight you're saying or, or what fight, I've taken in, the fight? I, I would say in general because, you know, you came out like a freaking banshee, man. <laughs> you know, you, you starch hooker, you you know, you go out there and you, you really 10-8 round against Charles Oliveira. If, if that fight goes, that first round goes another 30 seconds, probably stop. You're the world champ. We're talking about a different conversation yeah. right now. So would I guess 
because I would say you you've kind of come to your own and you're this electrifying like exciting fighter now. I don't know if I would say. Don't get me wrong, you're exciting in Bellator, but you're a different animal now. Yeah. But you are one and two. Would yeah. you would you change anything? I think even though you're a fan favorite, you know, it's like a no, double edged. It's a it's a double edged sword, and it's hard to. I mean, you you are who you are to a certain extent. You know, I when I look back and I look back and I look at the fight, numerous fights. I mean, there's been numerous times in the past where it's bit me, and I, you know, if I was a little bit more methodical, a little bit more um, patient, a little bit more of a veteran, maybe I would have won a couple of the fights that I've lost. But yeah. at some point too, you just are who you are. You yeah. know, when, when that cage door closes, I want to get in your face right away because once again, we, we go back to the the mental aspect of the sport. You can only pour it on a guy for so long where he either breaks or he stands up to the challenge and then, then you got a fight on your hands. That's what happened with Justin Gaethje. Yeah. That's what happened with Charles Oliveira. Um, Which I was surprised, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he has that, you know, history of it. And I know yeah. people like, oh, I can't believe you bring that up. It's like, well, we bring it up for a reason. Like mm -hmm. he, we've seen him quit in fights before and a person can't adapt and change. But to me, if that gene, that quit gene's in there, yeah. it's gonna come out. It might not come out in the first round like it used to or the second round, but in championship fights, it come out in the fourth or fifth. Like that yeah. gene's in there. If you're fighting a guy like you mm -hmm. who has no quit and your mentality is to break this dude, you know, I'll, I'll take those odds, man. Yeah, no, and that's and that's where I that's where I've said, I think Charles Oliveira has has um, surprised a lot of people with Agreed. the way that he's he's now come on as the champion, um, and then finishing Dustin Poirier, and then I mean, with each one of those wins whether it's for the title, you're the champion or not, each one of those wins inside the UFC, you gain more and more confidence, or at yep. least you should, as long as you have the right people around you, the right training scenario, and you're taking care of your body. But, um, yeah, the way he has continued to gain steam is, is uh, it's something to behold, and it's really, it's really cool. And the, the great thing, too, now is you got Gaethje and Oliveira fighting each other. Um, I think a lot of people would want to see a rematch of myself versus either of those guys. So I've kind of put 100%. myself in a position where... Who knows what happens with a win over Tony Ferguson? I don't know if I got to fight two more fights, three more fights to get back at the title, or if I get a title shot after that. I don't. I don't know. All I can do is train, show up, do my job, say yes to every opportunity, and and see where the call the cards fall. Do you feel any pressure now to to be that guy? You know, to get the performance of the night. You know, the the fight, you know, another fight of the year type of vibe. Like with Tony, if that fight does come to fruition, like with Tony, like that has. Fight of the year written all over it. No, I don't actually. Well, I don't feel that pressure because I know I know who I am and I know that I'm capable of that without even trying to, without even putting any pressure on myself. I think, I think in this in this sport, the mental side of things, people people try to put that pressure on themselves to sure. to change who they are, to get themselves up, to be that that guy. Yep. Unfortunately, at some time, I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately too, I, I am that guy. I love to go in there and brawl. I love, I, I see, I have no fears whatsoever when I'm inside of there. I want to get in the fire. I want to get into the into the, the fight, a, a legitimate fight. Yeah, and like I think, that. and I do, and I think, and I think that's that's what I said too. And I gave props to Justin Gaethje. We we are who we are who we said we were. Yep. And we did what we said we were going to do. I mean, how many times in this sport have you seen guys talk and talk and talk just to go out there and play it safe, take backward steps? Agree. Not, not go out there and really try to get into. And I'm not saying you have to go out there and, and brawl, but go out there with an indomitable spirit that you're you're not going to take a step backwards, and and in the face of adversity, you're not going to quit. 
when you go back to your stool, you're going to regain your faculties, go back out there and try to finish the fight. I know that about myself. I can trust myself when I'm in there. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things whenever you know you can trust yourself in any scenario. Agreed. If you can't trust yourself, how are you, how are you ever going to truly believe that you're going to be successful? So I don't feel any kind of extra pressure. It's just ingrained in me, which yeah, is not always not always a great thing. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's been fun to watch, man. It's been fun to watch. I think, you know, the Tony Ferguson fight for me makes so much sense. I think the fans will be pretty excited about it. It seems like Tony's up for the challenge. Yeah, we've talked a little bit. Th- back there's and been forth, a lot obviously. of guys who, you know, uh, you've been in the news with Conor McGregor, right? Like yeah. Conor seems to be. He'll be your Huckleberry, I think, especially if you put on a big performance against Tony Ferguson, you know, fighting for the title, fighting Justin Gaethje, who's fighting for the title, a big win over Tony Ferguson, who's a huge name in the division. You know, I know they say, oh, you know, Conor might get a title shot right away. I don't think so. I don't think that's the way they're going to work. So I, I could definitely see them giving you a Conor McGregor, which you're talking life-changing money, yeah. you know, like – I, to me, you know, and Dustin Poirier said it best. He's like, man, I fight for money. Yeah. So when they offered me the title or Conor McGregor, I said Conor McGregor. And obviously he paid off for him. I think same thing with you, man. Yeah, I think, um, you know, me and Conor have talked on Twitter. Or what I, and, th- and there's been a mutual respect. I mean, for me, I don't need to hate a guy to go out there and, and try to kill him, yeah. you know. And I do love that about my mentality. It works well for me. But I think a win over Tony Ferguson does put me in that talk, and I'm, I'll be ready. If Conor wants to come back in July, August, I'll, I'll turn around right away. That's and what he's saying, fight him right? This, summer? Fight him late, late this summer. I think, uh, you know, I think Diaz really is the, is the wild card. Did yeah. he re-sign a new deal yet? I, I don't know. I, There's I haven't, no news on it, right? I, don't I haven't heard any news yet either. either. So I think he's kind of the wild card. Obviously, you have Poirier and, and Diaz talking to each other. Um, which makes sense to me. Which, yeah, that fight does make sense, but I, obviously... The I think the biggest fight that the UFC can make is Conor versus Diaz, right? Yeah, the, you know those two aren't le- like Nate Diaz is never going to be able to leave the UFC without mm-hmm. doing the trilogy. Fight. And that's, that's, that's o- and, but I, to me, like I think the UFC knows that fight's always there, so they're trying to drain as much yeah. out of the Irishman as they can, and then finally go, all right, here's here's the trilogy fight because we, we all want to see it. Yeah, and and if anybody could come right back and skip the line and fight for the title, it would be Conor, obviously. That's you how know? it works. Um, but. Like you said, I, I don't see that happening. Um, so am I on that short list of guys that he would come back and fight? 100%. Maybe. And for me, obviously, yeah, you talk about life-changing money. You talk about it's a great business decision. But for me, I think I spent so many years outside of the UFC feeling like I was under, I was just undervalued or I was under, I don't want to say appreciated because I by felt appreciated. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, by the fans, just because there wasn't as much of an, as, as much of a, a multitude of eyeballs on me. You know, I was putting on these performances and I was training. I mean, the hardest part too was training around all these guys who were getting all this credit and getting all this. Because they in the UFC. Yeah, because they were in the UFC. And I, and I saw the way that they lived their lives. I saw the way that they trained. I saw the way that they, they conducted themselves as, a, as an athlete. And I was just, I saw the way that I did it. And I thought it was, I'm by no means perfect, but I was as professional as you could possibly you're a different be, animal. yeah. You're and and I just champion. and I just felt and I felt like now coming into the UFC, I want the biggest fights, and that doesn't come without saying yes. I said yes to every opportunity, obviously. So the Connor fight intrigues me because it's it's a big, big, big fight. You know, there's there's nothing bigger than that. So of course, the money is great and the you know the paycheck and the business side of things, but for me. Getting to share the octagon with him as part of my, you know, latter part of my career 
that's big that's what is that's what excites me. Agreed. You know, having these big stages, big moments, big opportunities. That's what you want as an What you've gotten. I mean, think about it. Hooker, yeah. freaking, you know, fighting for the title against Charles Oliveira, the Justin Gaethje. If the Ferguson fight does happen, the freaking Connor, it's like, yeah, this guy made the right choice coming over to UFC. Man. Yeah. You're talking about literally the biggest name in the division. Yeah. That's why you came over for it. Yeah, and 100% too. I mean, I, I just I do remember when I was thinking about making the decision, do I re-sign with Bellator or do I go to the UFC? Obviously, the intrigue of the UFC was it was it was where I, I knew I, I needed to go if I wanted to check that box too of the 40-year-old me, was I going to be able to sleep at night knowing that in my career I never went to the UFC to go test myself. Some people will say I went too late. Some people will say I never should have went. Most people would say it's worked, it's worked out Whoever pretty darn well. Whoever says you shouldn't have went is a moron. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. worked out. It's, worked it's like out. being the best quarterback in the CFL and be like, ah, I'm good, yeah. man. And it's like, well, the NFL, you know, I'll give you a shot, man, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't go. But And I'm not, so you know, I'm, well. I'm not degrading Bellator, you know, but, you know, the elephant's in the room. You know, the yeah. UFC is the NFL of mixed martial arts. I'll end on this. Looking at the matchups, Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, is there? Which one do you think is a easier path to victory for you? Um, be Tony, because they you're talking about two completely different animals, right? Like Conor, you're not gonna have to worry about grappling or anything like that. Obviously, stand up's ridiculous, but he is. You know, we don't know where he's at mentally. Yeah. He looks great on social media. He's jacked, mm-hmm. super jacked. He has a dick all in my face. He was, he was like <laughs> doing a pull up, and I'm like, all right, dude. But which I'm a huge, I'm a Connor Dick writer. So I want to see him come back and do well. But then with Tony, it's like you have this guy. You know, he's coming off a few losses, but he's still a fan favorite. And there's yeah. something that's intriguing about him. And you know, you you can't really train for him or plan for him. So you're talking about two different yeah. flavors here. Yeah. Is there, is there one where if the obviously. Let's take money out of it, notoriety. Is there one that would be the easier path to get you to a title shot, you think? Um, I to get to actually to get to the title shot, I don't know. I think they're both kind of similar. Obviously you got Connor coming back and you got Tony who's got a couple losses, but I have a couple losses. Everybody has losses in the UFC. You're not fighting um, tough enough guys if you're undefeated. Exactly, yeah. right? Um I think I think Tony might be a, a tougher puzzle to solve just because inside he's less predictable. Not that Connor is predictable, he's a phenomenal athlete, um, but what you see with Connor is a lot of times what you get, and it's yes. it's a hard it's a it's a it's a hard puzzle to solve. But yeah. once it's it's much less predictable, um, or it's much more predictable. And yeah. I think Tony just brings that he brings that little bit of uh, uncertainty at all times. His jiu-jitsu is unorthodox. Yeah. You know his darts chokes, his anacondas. He's him from all these angles. Plus his cardio, he never slows down. He gets better. As the fight goes exactly. on, his cardio doesn't slow down. He's an absolute freaking warrior. You know, his yeah. face. He, you know, you take him down, you have issues with his elbows yeah. and shit. It's like, Tony's a, a tough... He is, which, you know, it excites me too because those are the kind of fights. And, and I, hate, I hate to sit here and act like fighting Connor wouldn't make me wake up earlier or make, you know, keep me up at night. Obviously, that would, but there's something about the craziness of Tony that Tony is Tony, to me, is the boogeyman of the he's, division. He, he still is. He's, he's still he's the boogeyman. boogeyman. Yeah. And, th- and that's what I've said, too. I mean, back when I was calling him out trying to fight him, which the timeline didn't work out last time. He wanted to fight me, like, three weeks after the Abu Dhabi fight or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he still is the scariest, one of the scariest guys in the division. Justin Gaethje was one of the scariest guys in the division. So it's, it's nice to come in and have these these crazy I mean it's it's even just a a uh, an experience for myself to for me to grow as a human being yeah, you know being thrown brain. into these fires being thrown into these these fires. places that these places where people watch and they say man that's a that's a crazy 
scenario. Let's see how he comes out. And I, and so far, have I lost fights? Absolutely. But I've grown as a human being. I'm happy with my career. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm happy with where my life is and how it is. So, but look what on, we're talking keep on about. Myself. Yeah, you, you actually made the right choice, man. Look, like we're talking about Conor McGregor, Tony Ferguson, major yeah. pay per views. Like clearly, it's worked out, man. It's working out well, so I'm. Well, you know I'm rooting for fun. you, man. Thank you. Know you I'm bro. rooting for you. Appreciate it. You kind of touched. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm you know. All right. Good conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do, man. We'll smash this after. We're, we're gonna crush all this food. <laughs> yeah, but before you go, I do a, a segment where I give every fighter that comes on the show some kicks from my what? boys at Suplex in Philly. These okay. are for you. I, you got some. You got Ooh. fashion on you. You know, I couldn't. Let's go. You're a legend, man. These are legendary shoes. They're, they're my favorite silhouette of all times, the Jordan ones. But what? they are Missouri Tiger colors. Bro, let's go. Back oh, yes. And then my boy said, Mr. Chandler, please wear these and enjoy these. The Pollen Jordan ones from Suplex, Philadelphia. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. Black and black and gold, baby. A little Missouri Tiger vibes, Dude, Doug. You were the man. That's yeah. so sick. Wear yes. those, man. I will. Dude. So enjoy the kicks, man. I can't wait for your next fight. We gotta get you on a Cowboys fight companion after your next fight. Let's go. Right we'll here. Do it. Michael Chandler, ladies and gentlemen.